Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jansen. My guest today is Scott Oldford. He is, uh, even though uh, young in age, uh, an old-time entrepreneur, has been doing this for quite a while, has started a company called Go Infinitus, and we're going to talk a little bit about lead funnels and leaving money on the table. So, Scott, uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much, John. I'm uh, super, super excited to be here today and, and, and talking with you and all the fine people that are listening. Well, so um, I gave a little hint to um, your age, uh, even though you've been doing this for a while. Um, and the last time you and I talked, um, you kind of told me a little bit about some of your triumphs and tragedies. Can we can we <laughs> characterize it that way? So so give sure. I, you know my listeners love hearing. I mean they they don't love hearing like tragedies, but they they, <laughs> they love being able to relate to the fact that you know people try things. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But then they of come course. back and try something new. So so give us a kind of the the five minute or less version of kind of your entrepreneurial trials. Yeah, for sure, John. Well, you know, I, I think everybody at some point in their life has had that moment where they think it's their worst day, and uh, and I definitely, I definitely had a few of those moments in, in my life. And I, I started out when I was uh, seven years old uh, by mistake, being an entrepreneur, really. And uh, I was selling eggs. I remember my father coming home with about eight chickens, eight laying chickens, and uh, I was like, well, "Why don't we get some more? Why don't we get? Why don't we get you know twenty four, twenty eight more? And then I can give my neighbor." I can I can sell them eggs, and so you know that went from there. And you know by the time I was nine years old, I was making twenty thousand dollars a profit uh, in one year selling eggs uh, to all the senior homes in my area. And, uh, and and so you know I was also fascinated with computers, and I was always fascinated with programming and and the internet. And you know by the time I was sixteen years old, I, I was making a you know very very uh, considerably good uh, income on a monthly basis. Uh, you know what people would make in a year, I was making in a month. Uh, but in saying that, uh, you know a lot of a lot of things, great things happen, but a lot of bad things happen. And, by the time I was 21, I had three back-to-back failures, and uh, I actually had to sell my company to avoid bankruptcy. Uh, and just a short 30 months ago, 30, 31 months ago, I was uh, $726,000 in debt. I uh, had absolutely nothing to my name. Uh, and, and, you know, that moment that I just spoke about, the, the moment where you say, you know, it can't get any worse. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you just say, that, you know, this has to be the worst day of my life. I remember using my last gas card. Uh, I, I traded in my ear miles for my gas cards, and I remember using the last one in July of 2013. And, and I remember just crying in my car, uh, and 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 being like, you know what? Well, like, what did I do? Uh, and I think as entrepreneurs, when we when we try something and we commit to something and it doesn't work or the result is different than we expected, we 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 really. We we ask ourselves, you know, what why did why did this happen? We're not trying to, you know, steal from society. We're not trying to we're just trying to add value to the world. And uh, that that was that moment of just what the heck is going on? And and what I really realized is that I start serving myself in my business and instead of serving uh, the people that I really truly could help at the end of the day. And, and to, you know, use a phrase from Chris Brogan. Um, you know, when when you serve your kingdom, you can beca- become the king and queen. But as soon as you stop serving your people and you serve yourself, you lose your kingdom. And uh, and that was uh, that was about uh, thirty months ago that I came to that realization. And after I accepted that, um, I, I'll say that life changed around for me. And you know, today uh, I help entrepreneurs that are between a hundred thousand to a million dollars in revenue 
implement effective online marketing funnels and I teach them how to do it. Uh, I don't do it for them, but I teach them how to do it so that they can have that sustainable source uh, of, of qualified leads. Uh, so that's what I do today and that's a little bit of my story, um, but uh, it, I, I'm sure that you know, if you're out there, you can resonate if you're going through some bad times right now. Uh, I, I'm sh I, I can guarantee you if you commit and, and realize that if you help out others, uh, you're going to find that success at some point. You're going to find that where, where your experience and your talent and your knowledge and your skill and your dedication all comes together to, to create this so-called luck. But really what it is is just all the years of just, just getting up in the morning and, and just tackling the day. So did you, do you feel um, as though you kind of remade yourself by taking a good hard look at, at what you had learned and then maybe from that, whether even if you didn't have a lot to show for it at that moment, uh, that, that you did have something you could teach others? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, what was really interesting, and honestly, it was a little bit embarrassing because, you know, I, I was helping other people with their online marketing and I was getting them a lot of really good results. But, you know, John, just, sometimes, sometimes as, as entrepreneurs and business owners um, and, you know, coaches, consultants, all these, all, all, of, all of us at the end of the day, uh, sometimes we give advice, but we don't eat our own dog food. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest problems in my business up until 2014 was the fact that I didn't have that sustainable source of new people finding me on a daily basis while I was sleeping. And, uh, and regardless of when it was that I'd find people that wanted to work with me uh, and so on. And so we'd, I, I'd implement this into clients' businesses and they'd have great success. But the problem was, is I wasn't using it myself. And then we started using it ourselves, and and then we, we we were like, wow, you know, what if we taught people how to do this for themselves instead of going in and doing it for them? And uh, and because I wanted to get out of the agency business, because of course I was in it for over ten years, and you know, I, I just I wanted something new, I wanted something fresh. Uh, and I wanted something that was more exciting where I could impact more people. So instead of impacting 10 or 15 people on a yearly basis, I wanted to impact you know, thousands of entrepreneurs. And, and that's where that, you know, really this was born from. So one of the things that I know um, you talk about, I think any, quite frankly, anybody who's successfully helping people generate lead generation funnels you know, realizes that there's, you know, there's that, there's those people that are ready to buy and they come, they find you and say, gosh, Great. Where have you been all my life? You know, right. and, and they and they sign up. But um, you also have to then have a sort of automated way to. What about everybody else? Um, so I mean, you even talk about. Um, I think you gave me this line that that, that you feel majority of entrepreneurs lose out on eighty percent of right. their leads by not really having an effective way to deal with the, that that other eighty percent. So tell me more about that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, one of the things I see a lot of the time is, uh, and I mean, you know, it, it makes sense. We're human beings and uh, we're taught to follow the hot thing, the, the trending thing, right? And one of, one of that is to, to create a marketing funnel and, and to do advertising to people that are going to buy today uh, or buy, you know, very, very soon. But majority of people that are ready to buy soon are, you know, looking at competitors, they're looking at, you know, different options. Um, and you have to bring them from uh, looking at your product as just quite literally a product or a service. And they have no trust with you. They have no likability. They don't, you haven't indoctrinated them to your, you know, your process and your knowledge and, and all these different types of things. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, majority of entrepreneurs in their businesses, they, they drop the ball in, in the fact that they don't have a one-to-many way to uh, indoctrinate and show people that are not ready to buy today 
and be able to create that relationship. So we've developed this model called the Infinitus SSF uh, method. And essentially it stands for sidewalk, slow lane, and fast lane. And, and it's based on the theory that there's three different lead mindsets. And it's not the, the fact that they're a uh, hot lead or a warm lead or a cold lead, but rather it's based on the fact that there's three different specific mindsets that your customer or your potential customer is in. And you know, if, if just to dive into that for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And somebody in the sidewalk, you know, I, I'll give you this example. If you were out on the street, I'm here in Toronto, and if I'm out on the street and I have a flyer and I walk down the road and I you know, try to give the flyer to everybody that's going down the road, I might get 30, 40, 50% of the people to actually pick the flyer. And it's because it's a low obligation. You can throw it away. You can look at it. It takes less than you know, a few seconds to be able to look at it. But if I went down the road and I went up to 100 people and I asked them, hey, listen, I got this seminar on lead generation that I want you to go to. And they don't know who I am. What do you think the chances are of somebody actually coming with me and coming to the actual seminar? Pretty small, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what a lot of people try to do online. You see a lot of people try to go right for the kill without really bringing that person through a series of mindset shifts that have to happen in order for that person to become a customer. So somebody that's in the sidewalk is somebody that doesn't understand that there is a problem in their life. Right, so that they don't understand that perhaps you know perhaps today you're listening to this and you don't really understand or you really know outside of having referrals and and networking your business that you could have a sustainable source of qualified leads in your business, right? And once you've accepted that that you have a problem and there's a little whisper in your ear, now you're in the slow lane, and in the slow lane now you can give knowledge and process information and you can you know give you know small 10 15 minute videos you can you know give them a podcast such as this and you know they will give you some attention they will over time you know grow to, to, to you know know more about you and trust you and like you and then once they're at the point where they're like you know what i understand this i'm an informed buyer i feel like i have the logical part now they're in the fast lane and when they're in the fast lane now it's when you can tap into their imagination as a human being and be able to speak to them in an emotional way and speak to them in an outcome-centric way where you paint the picture of what life will be like when they buy this product or buy this service or whatever it would be. And so I believe a marketing funnel needs to go through these three stages and, and the messaging and, and the content and all of these different types of things need to be different in order to bring someone from the sidewalk to the fast lane. Yeah, and I think another point in that too, by having that sort of fully developed you know, journey is that you know if you wait to just focus on people who already are in the fast lane you know then all of a sudden they're looking at your competitors as well i mean they're looking they've already decided they want to solve the problem they know what the problem is and now they're going out there to find the right solution and i think that if you get involved in that what what you term the sidewalk or the slow lane if 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 they're kind of walking along with you in that part of the journey then by the time they they do come to the conclusion what the problem is and how to solve it, they're not as likely to be looking for alternatives. Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, you look at someone that comes into your stream via the sidewalk in the slow lane, not only are they cheaper conversions, you know, off of Facebook or Google or whatever it would be because the conversion rate on your landing page and your offer is going to be much higher, but you have time to be able to indoctrinate them. And when they're actually making the decision, they are not thinking about anybody else. And the chances of you closing them as a customer increases significantly compared to somebody just browsing and looking at three or four different options and then, you know, some of the time even basing it on price. 
Yeah, and I, I, the other thing I, I like about that approach too, because I've been I've been you know preaching this uh, this idea for years myself, is that it um, you kind of teach them what to expect, why they're going to pay a premium, how to be a good customer. <laughs> I mean, all those things that you're not telling them that you're teaching them that. But I mean, I think that's, you know, that's how you get that ideal customer as opposed to somebody who just said, oh, you got a good deal. I'm going to buy it. Oh, what did I buy? And I think it's the other side. I think it's that. And I also think it's the fact that you offer, instead of selling something to someone, you offer the opportunity for them to work with you. Right. And there's a different mindset change when you offer the opportunity for someone to work with you compared to trying to sell them something. Because when, when you're trying to sell them something, a, one of the biggest ma- major factors is price. But if someone wants the opportunity to work with you, price no longer is the number one thing that they're thinking about. And you've already, like you've said, you've pre-qualified them to be your perfect customer. And of course, John, we both know what happens when you have your perfect customer. You get paid more, you work less, you're way happier, your business runs on a higher profit margin, and everybody wins. And you're able to do your best work, whether it's your product or your service that you're providing. You're gonna have less refunds, you're gonna have less, you know, from a, from a statistics perspective, yeah. um, everything works better. Yeah, and, I, and I, I think that that's a mindset that's sort of hard for some people to get over. I think so many people think, okay, I'm the seller, you know, so I have to, I don't know if they use your word beg, but sometimes it feels like that. I have to beg people to buy from me. And I think that when you get that mindset of, no, I'm, you know, I'm looking for, I've got something good here and I'm looking for people that, that see this as a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, and obviously that can be taking it too far in some cases, you know, if you're selling a $29 product or something. But, uh, but I think that that mindset change has to occur for you to really get the posture of looking for that ideal client mm. and, and that it is a relationship. Exactly. And I think it starts a relationship on equal quarters instead of being unequal. Because, right. you know, I, I, I was in a you know marketing uh, agency for quite some time and you'd go in and pitch and you'd be pitching against two other companies um, and, and you'd be really trying to, you know, it was, would say be a $100,000 contract. And the problem is, is and, and here's the other problem. If you look at um, if you look at the buying cycle, as soon as someone buys something, buyer's remorse hits in mm-hmm. the moment that they buy, right? Like the, the the minute that they put their credit card number in, or they say yes, or cut the check, buyer's remorse already hits in. What this does, it creates enough trust that their buyer's remorse is significantly decreased, so that they feel like they know what they're already going to get, and, and that's something that's very hard to manufacture. And it's one of the biggest reasons that that person's not going to trust you or the process, especially if you're in a business where it's not instant gratification. Today's show is brought to you by Inbound.org, an online hub where good marketers come to get better. Look, you know you need to learn more about inbound marketing, right? I mean, it's simply a fact today. Inbound.org is a place where serious marketers hang out to talk about and learn about inbound marketing. The site was founded by industry leaders and it's grown to over 140,000 members that share info on SEO and link building, content marketing and blogging, social media, startup growth, and conversion optimization. You can pop on over and probably get most of your marketing questions answered by an expert in one of those fields. Visit inbound.org to see the top posts as voted by members and join them for conversations, discussions, and networking. Inbound.org, where good marketers 
come to get better. So I've, you know, I've seen some, maybe even that you've created, you know, these lead funnel processes that have boxes and arrows and paths and decision points and, you know, all these complex, what look like, you know, happenings and gears, but essentially you have a formula for, I mean, even though everyone's different, there is kind of a methodology that you go through, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Well, we really developed an eight-step, uh, you know, formula uh, that we've been able to bring through now over 250 entrepreneurs in the last uh, eight months um, through this methodology. And what's beautiful is that it works regardless if you're B two B, B two C, if you're an author, a coach, anything in between, selling on uh, e-commerce. And you know, one of the biggest one of the biggest problems. There's a couple real big issues. When it comes to online marketing, if you're doing any type of online marketing right now, and you know, let's say you have a marketing funnel set up, or let's say you're just tinkering with online marketing, maybe you have lead pages and you have it connected to an email stream. Um, I, I won't go through direct through every eight steps today. Uh, if you want to look at that, I have a 60-minute training that you can find on uh, on the website um, uh, on, on my website, goinfitness.com. But here, here's the main things that I want you to take away today that you can probably look at. And be like, oh, you know what? Maybe if I, maybe I do need to change this. So here, here's here's the biggest um, problems that I see, which make online marketing much more ineffective than it could actually be. So one is the obligation rate. Okay. So if somebody, you know, I talked about the sidewalk, the slow lane, and the fast lane a couple of minutes ago. If somebody is in the sidewalk, their obligation to you is almost nothing. So you need to give them something from a value marketing perspective. You need to give them something that is instant gratification that takes less than five minutes for them to understand the concept or idea or, or you know, whatever it is. And John, I'm sure you see this all the time. You know, somebody try to get somebody to sign up to a webinar or a strategy call or whatever it would be. And that person doesn't even – and they, they wonder why their conversion rate is so low on the landing page. Um, or, you know, they, they have an offer that is going to the wrong traffic. So, you know, let me let me give you an example. If if you're advertising on Facebook right now, and you're going to a cold audience, the best thing to do with a cold audience is to give them some value before they even need to opt in through maybe an article or a, a podcast or you know create some awareness around who you are, and then you want to retarget them with your sidewalk lead magnet with a small five to ten minute PDF or maybe it's a survey or something along that lines. And what that's going to do is you're going to know that that person is a little bit more interested. And when we do that, we actually see through Facebook 60-70% conversion rates compared to 10 to 20%. And of course, you know, when it comes to the cost per conversion on Facebook, the higher the conversion rate, the lower cost that you're going to have to actually get that conversion. And so, you know, let, let me let me bring it to a perspective of let's say you're doing a Google ad. Somebody that's coming through a Google ad, they're actually typing in I don't know. Try. Uh, I want to develop a, a website. You know, with, uh, web developers in Toronto. If someone types something into Google, they're automatically in the slow lane. They already know they have a problem. So give them a lead magnet that is the slow lane mindset, knowledge, process, likability, the fact that there are solutions, what the potential solutions are. But if someone's coming through Facebook, you're not going to give them that in the slow lane because they don't even understand that they have a problem yet. And so, you know, the, the, the process really at the end of the day is making sure that we create relevancy. And that means that there needs to be a sidewalk 
uh, landing page, a sidewalk lead magnet, a sidewalk um, uh, email automation, a slow lane one, a fast lane one, and there's multiple three entry points, but they all work together to be able to bring someone from the sidewalk to the slow lane, the slow lane to the fast lane, and the fast lane to actually being a customer, right? And so all of this is, you know, from a high level seems complicated, but it's actually very, very, very simple to do, and it creates a very intelligent and a very smart marketing process where someone feels like this is all relevant to them. And relevancy trumps logic and emotion. So uh, earlier today, and of course, depends on when people are actually listening to this, but earlier today I uh, did a session on uh, metrics and, and tracking these funnels and things. And, you know, that's, I, I think, the more... Not that what you're describing is complex, but but obviously it's more complex than somebody just running an ad and saying buy my stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so you know, what what are some of your suggestions on? Obviously, there's all kinds of tinkering and and testing and research and conversion optimization. I mean, how do you how do you get your arms around all of those steps that need to be done when you know I'm I'm struggling getting you know the ad written. <laughs> Well, you know what? The most important um, funnel, in my perspective, is the sidewalk funnel. Okay, so whenever, whenever you know anyone comes into uh, you know working with us, or you know, in, in terms of um, what's first, I, we always want to get the sidewalk funnel done first, and then we want to go to the slow lane and we want to go to the fast lane. Okay, because you can get fifty cent conversions in the sidewalk, no problem. But if you add the fast lane, those conversions are going to cost a lot more money, and the chances of them actually purchasing are significantly lower. So, you know, when it comes to metrics and all these different types of things, I always say if you can get your sidewalk lead, or if you can get your sidewalk funnel developed, then your slow lane, and then your fast lane, you can start putting people through different parts. You know, the people that are in the sidewalk, you put them into the slow lane once you get that one done, and then the slow lane into the fast lane once that one's done. And what you end up doing is having this, you know, waterfall effect that creates this extreme, extreme hockey stick growth. So as time goes on, you're able to, because the whole point of it is a marketing funnel that only targets a fast lane is typically a marketing funnel that pays for itself but doesn't have a huge upside. But if you use both of these, the fast lane is going to pay for the marketing funnel, the ad tracking, and everything else, but all your profit is going to come from the sidewalk and the slow lane. So in terms of what to optimize and what to actually uh, you know, look at afterwards, it <sighs> It really comes down to what actions you want that person to 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 truly, um, you know, have at the end of the day. You know, is that engagement rate? Perhaps is that you know how often they open email? Perhaps is that do they engage with a Facebook group? Uh, perhaps is it you know coming onto a webinar and how many times they come onto a webinar or click your podcast? Um, perhaps it at the end of the day you're going to be able to see these patterns once you set up your sidewalk slow lane and fast lane. And through optimization, you can typically get two to three, four times um, the actual conversions, but you have to get that sidewalk, the slow lane, and the fast lane up before you can really go into optimization mode. Because if you, if you do optimization too fast, you're playing with no data. And when you're playing with no data, you're just making guesses. So give, if you wouldn't mind, um, and I'll let you pick maybe the industry, but give me an example of an effective sidewalk um, funnel that, that you've maybe done or seen? So uh, I'll, I'll actually give you an example, one that uh, we do right now. Okay. okay? Um, and so this is what we have. Okay. So we have a series of about 15 articles. 
Okay, and these articles take less than three minutes to actually read, which is the optimal time that someone's actually going to read an article online when they don't know who you are. Uh, you can get away with a little bit more once somebody knows you, but from the first impression, they won't. We take these articles and we put them out on Facebook, and we put them out to completely cold audiences. And when we put them out to completely cold audiences, uh, obviously we're looking at you know their interests and you know like-minded people, and we know that um, you know our typical audience uh, are typically thirty to, to sixty-five plus. Um, they're you know our, our best markets in the United States, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and so we go out with these articles. And when you say go out, you mean you run them as sponsored posts or something? Correct, yeah, correct, okay. correct. Right. And so these typical sponsored posts cost us about five to ten cents a click. So Facebook gives us an amazing relevancy score, typically nine out of ten or ten out of ten, which creates a very, very, very cheap leads. And well, actually clicks because we're not collecting leads at this point. So we can get a thousand clicks for, you know, less than a hundred bucks, which is great. So then we create these custom audiences where we then, you know, target them with more actual articles from us. And we want to get them on two or three different articles. And then once we get them on two or three of our articles, then we retarget them with a sidewalk lead magnet. So an example of a sidewalk lead magnet in our case is our business growth guide, which is a six-page basically infographic PDF that explains uh, the sidewalk slow lane and fast lane and essentially how to implement it from a very, very high level. Now, that PDF, what, what happens is at the end of that PDF, it brings you into the next step, the slow lane of our actual marketing funnel. But there's, a three, there's two other things that happen. So if they go through the PDF, only half the people are actually, ever actually going to download that PDF. So we then want to, anybody that's on our email stream, if we see that they've downloaded the PDF, we put them into one stream. If we see that they didn't download the PDF, we put them into another stream. The stream that have seen that they haven't opened it uses 12 emails to try to get them to open it, showing them the benefit, giving them extra information, giving them extra articles. And if they don't open it, they stop right there and we we put them into a 100-day value stream where all we do is just give them value, 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 okay? Because they were obviously not interested enough, but we want to see if they're actually interested. Now, the people that did open the PDF guide but didn't go to the slow lane – now we have a 10 to 18 email stream that sends them information about the next step and basically teases the next step, has articles, podcasts, all these different types of things that are in that actual stream. The whole idea is to try to get them to slowly. While we're doing this, we then start do, using Facebook retargeting. And because the audience is so small, it's really, really, really cheap to, to use Facebook retargeting to get them to the slow lane. Once they get to the slow lane, we take the sidewalk tag off. They are stopped retargeting in, this, in the sidewalk. Those email streams stop. And now our email stream, our retargeting, everything that we do, and all the articles that we are now showing them are slow lane articles. Because there's every single bit of content is either the sidewalk, slow lane, or fast lane. It either presents the problem, it presents knowledge and process, or it presents the outcome. And going through this entire process allows us to know who's in the sidewalk, who's in the slow lane, and who's in the fast lane based on what content they're consuming and uh, you know, how it's tagged, what they're interested in, what their behavior is in, and then the entire thing works automatically. So 
as I listen to you describe that, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm I'm just I'm hearing some listeners out there going, "Wow, that's a lot of steps." I sell you know a f- two hundred and forty seven dollar widget. You know, do I need mine to be that complex? Well, it, it it depends. At the end of the day, it depends upon how much effectiveness you do you want. You know, do you, do you want do you want to, do you, do you, do you want, like money or not? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, at, at, you know. At, at the end of the day, whenever anybody says to me, "Hey, that's a lot of work," I'm like, you know, how 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 badly do you want this to be successful? Right. And um, do you want to capture twenty percent of your perfect audience, or actually twenty percent of your audience? You may not actually capture your perfect audience, which of course is going to you know decrease your profitability and all these different types of things. Or do you want to capture 100% of your per- perfect audience? If you want to capture 100% of your perfect audience, this is what you do. If, if, you're, if you're fine having the results that you currently have, then that's fine. Um, you know, the, the you know, majority of entrepreneurs don't have a, a funnel that's based on this methodology simply because, yeah, you know what? You do have to have multiple landing pages. Yes, you do have to have ad, you know, different levels of ads. Yes, you do have to write a, a lot of different emails. But here's the deal. It, it takes, you know, the program that we run, it takes less than 60 hours to develop this entire thing over 12 weeks. So to the person that says, hey, listen, that's a lot of work. I don't know about you, but I'd spend 60 hours doing almost anything if it's going to create, you know, three, four times more leads and more effectiveness in my business. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be happy with the 10% increase in, in uh, you know, leads generated. And, and obviously what you're talking about is, you know, ten times maybe increase uh, in not only leads generated, but quite probably four or five, six times in conversions, which that all that all flows to the bottom line. <laughs> exactly, and it's a lot cheaper. I mean, we yeah. see the leads that that come in for us so so, and, and and for our customers so much lower than anything else in the industry because again, relevancy is what we're looking. You know, marketing from a marketing perspective, I think the number one thing we try to do and we have to do as business owners, as entrepreneurs that are doing the marketing for our business, we have to make things relevant to who we're marketing to. And we can't just go and do the, the, the shotgun approach. If you want true effectiveness, you gotta be a sharpshooter, but you can be a sharpshooter that's sharpshooting at every level of where your potential customer is. So Scott, you've mentioned a couple of resources. Do you want to tell people where they can go to, to I'm not sure what lane they're going to get into when they get there, but where they can go to find out more. For sure, for sure. So if you go over to goinfinitus.com, uh, and, uh, and John, I'm, I'm sure you'll uh, put that in the show notes and, and that type of thing. Absolutely. Uh, if you go over to goinfinitus.com, we, uh, we have two different streams you can go in. Uh, we, of course, we have a, a live training that we run uh, once a week uh, that's about 60 minutes, and it goes through the SSF in detail, and it goes through our eight-step methodology. And by the end of this, you can actually use uh, that live training very easily to implement it yourself um, or you can uh, you know go into it and we have a, you know lots of different uh, PDF guides and and that type of thing and of course uh, we do have uh, a completely free it's curated uh, community over at limitlessbusiness.com uh, which is an amazing community of entrepreneurs uh, it's completely free and uh, I post a lot of amazing amazing value there uh, and you know there's a, a great community of five six seven even eight figure entrepreneurs which you can learn from all based on, again, business growth and online marketing. Awesome. Well, Scott, uh, thanks for joining us. I'm sure that uh, this is going to give people lots of food for thought, and maybe they'll uh, um, 
check out uh, you know how to get in uh, some of their lanes going and, uh, and generate uh, and convert more leads. So appreciate you joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll bump into you out there on the road. All right, John. I'll talk to you soon, and thanks so much for having me on.